listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host of Dinner Party, Chef Amy Sins, and live on Zoom <laughs> audio with me today is my friend, Chef Cassandra Laughlin. And she is a food writer, y'all. She's a recipe developer. She is just an amazing food lady. And she also works with America's Test Kitchen as a test cook. And if you uh, aren't following her on social media, you should, and she'll tell you how, because it's kind of cool to see the process, how recipes make their way into cookbooks and into magazines and how they're tested. And that's a, that's what sh- this woman does. She's amazing. So thanks for joining me today, Chef Cassandra. Oh my goodness, Amy, thank you so much for having me. And with a wonderful introduction and welcome like that, I hope I can live up to what your listeners need. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, for my listeners out there, I reached out to Chef and I was like, okay, the holidays are coming up. All of a sudden, my Facebook feed is full of the weirdest, most ridiculous kitchen gadgets I've ever seen. And I'm afraid to open the Wish app because there's no telling what's going to show up on that one. So I said, oh, well, we need to talk about all these things that are out there that we could get the food people in our lives. And I I know, uh, Cassandra, you're, you're as bad as me. And when you see something, sometimes you need it, sometimes you don't, and sometimes you just have to have it. (laughs) Right. No matter what. Well, so what are some of the things out there that, that you've seen that you, you've questioned or wondered and uh, wasn't sure if it worked or surprised you? Uh, the newest thing that's on my radar is, and I'm sure you've seen it, is the Ninja Creamy that makes ice cream. It's People are comparing it to a Paco Jet, which if you've never worked in a restaurant, it's like something that every pastry chef dreams of having, where you can literally make instant ice cream, any flavor at any time, as long as your base and ingredients are cold um, or, or frozen for 24 hours. So I'm I, that has my attention, but I'm not sure that I need it considering that it doesn't freeze. Like the machine itself does not freeze the product. So it's making kind of like a soft serve ice cream that then you would scoop out and put in your freezer to hold. You, you can make ice cream, milkshakes. Of course, you can tell I've researched this because I'm a little obsessed. You can make ice cream, milkshakes, light ice cream, which if you are uh, fond of sugar substitutes. Sometimes they freeze differently, so the machine will adjust the mixing, I believe, for that. At smoothie bowls, which I don't really need it for that. Uh, milk, did I say milkshakes already? Milkshakes yeah. and one other thing that it does, and people love it. So I'm, I'm sort of on the fence about it. So she's putting it out there. If anybody wants to send her one for Christmas, she'll happily <laughs> take it and test it. And maybe- Absolutely. <laughs> Well, absolutely. For me, I am looking and and it's not even really a gadget. It's a pot. And I think there's a point in our lives where our families start to grow and we start to outgrow some of the pots that we had in our house because our serving sizes need to get bigger. And I feel like I'm at the point now I need to retire my gumbo pot and 
step it up another four or six servings. And uh, so on my radar is uh, one of the the really big Le Creuset pots. And uh, I kind of want a crazy wild color. I don't know, but something about having a crazy wild color makes my gumbo seem more fun. <laughs> it also makes cooking more fun. So I'm a huge fan of Lake Crusade. I also like Staub and um, Chantal is one of my favorites. If I can I usually find it somewhere on sale, one of my favorites. So I have a mix of whatever I found on sale. Well, um, I'm a huge fan of, you know, hitting the TJ Maxx on a Tuesday when all the stuff makes it out on the shelves before anybody else gets to go through all that kitchen stuff. And I will tell you one year, my husband for Christmas and I, I, I fussed at him because I was like, are you calling me weak? Because he gave me this like handle and it's like V shaped and the V slides over the jar. And then you can easily push and it pops open the jar. And I think he found it like at TJ Maxx. So it's a it's a jar opener, can opener. And I, when he gave it to me, I was like, what, do you think I can't open the jars without it? And he's like, baby, how many times are you like, can I, can, can you help me open this jar? But now my life has changed. <laughs> And you wouldn't think that a little $7 gadget could change your life so much. I agree. I don't have that V-shaped jar opener, but what I do have, it looks like a silicone pot holder. And it's sort of the same thing. You put it over the top of the jar and it gives you a really great grip so that you can break that seal. So I, I might have to add your jar opener to my list. Yes, you need to. And I will say that I've seen a few things on and I don't know if your Facebook profile is starting to get wacky with ads, but I've seen these crazy multi knife blade choppers. I've seen there was a s'mores roaster that you put in the microwave. That is I saw that. What, what what's that all about <laughs> you don't okay so let's talk about microwave things for just one second like that's one thing I, I don't think you need and the second thing i think you don't need is you will see these um little gadgets they may look like a person or a doll or a sunshine and you fill it up with water you put that in the microwave and get the water really hot for like three or five minutes to steam up your microwave so that you can clean it you could do the same thing with a bowl or a glass measuring cup. You don't need a special gadget just for that. I'm trying to save my gadget budget. And, and how kind of part of me wonders, was it just a bunch of people sitting around drinking wine and they thought someone's going to buy this? How do you think these even come about? Right, right. Who needs this? But I did see one where there was an ice, um, like a tongs for the ice in the ice bucket and the tongs had mittens what no <laughs> no <laughs> silicone mittens because you don't want the end of your ice i, I don't know I, I i'm not sure but you know uh those are the kinds of things i think we would buy for people in our family for that gag gift you know, the gift exchange where you're going to spend $20, but you probably want something from the as seen on TV aisle just to 
to shake up the Christmas party? I don't know. Maybe, but I, I think I, because I love gadgets so much that I do have to monitor what I buy and, and rationalize it. Um, is there, I have to ask, is there a kitchen gadget that everyone loves that you don't like? Oh, did you just plan to ask that question? Y'all, she's interviewing. No, because I have one. Knows. I have one. <laughs> Mine <laughs> is the air fryer. And it is not oh that my gosh. I have a problem with the gadget itself. I have a problem with the terminology because oil fries, I don't believe that air technically fries. So no, it is it does a countertop convection oven. And I can fully support everyone owning a countertop convection oven, especially if they don't have a convection oven in their kitchen. But I hate that it's called an air fryer. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's totally a marketing concept. So I, I am with you on the air fryer. I felt I was resistant to it for a long time. Like, this is ridiculous. No one needs this. It is very convenient, but it is not a fryer. It does not fry. I, I'm with you on that one. Um, but my gadget that everyone loves that I don't enjoy so much is, I, I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, but a garlic press. Okay, why don't, I don't you like it? Because I don't like cleaning it out. Okay. So I use a rasp style grater for my garlic instead of a garlic press. And I know it's not the same because technically it's a finer um, product. But it's, you know, the, the rasp style grater, you just flip it over and you can wash it out. I hate cleaning out a garlic press. And okay. maybe I don't have the right one or the right version. And a lot of times when I press down on the garlic, it comes out of the side, not out of the bottom. So maybe I'm overstuffing, but I'm just, I just, it doesn't work for me. Okay. Well, I can see that. My, I, I will use a garlic press if I'm lazy and there's one hanging around but yes it is kind of hard to scoop out especially the 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 papery pieces that get stuck in it right i don't like that i'd rather i'd rather do it by hand if i if that was the option a garlic press or a knife i'd pick the knife me too i would just smash it with the side of the knife and chop it up so i, I got you on right. that um, what well, I will say, there is a gadget out there that I think now everyone in America probably has, and I fought it so hard. I just, I fought and fought and I, and actually a chef friend of mine was like, you have to get this. And I said, I'm a chef. I don't need that. And she said, you do. It will change your life. I bought an instant pot. I now own ah. three of them. <laughs> really? Because I make all of my stock. I wish that the Instant Pot came in like a 20 gallon pot so I can make all of my stock that I need. But oh my gosh, it has changed my life. And how, I don't know. Like, I'm, how do you I'm stunned. <laughs> I'm stunned. You know, I, my mother-in-law used to cook so much stuff in the pressure cooker. And on Sundays, we'd try to watch the Saints game and you hear the tick, 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 you know, from the old pressure right. cooker rattling. And I realized it's not a new way of cooking. It's just a little bit quieter and you're, you're getting a, a really quick effect 
on things like stock in it. I don't know. You you don't feel the same way? Okay, so I I personally do not own an Instapot. My mother has one that I have used several times, and I don't think I found my way in it. Now, for you to make stock, or I've heard some people say they make yogurt, something like that would work for me. But to cook an everyday meal, um, I haven't quite gotten the hang of that. And there's something that I still enjoy about pots on top of the stove. I know that's weird, but like for cooking an everyday meal, I really enjoy that. Although um, when I was an intern at America's Test Kitchen, I uh, helped test a lot of the recipes for the uh, Mediterranean Instapot book, which you can find on their website. I had to do that one little plug. Uh, you can find it on the website and the recipes are incredible. Um, the lemon chicken in that book is my favorite. And because of the pressure of the Instapot, it really infuses that lemon flavor into the meat of the chicken, which is absolutely delicious. And there's um, an Instapot uh, paella that I also love that out of that book. But just for everyday cooking, I have not switched over to it yet. And I know it would be faster but I just, I'm not there yet. So I'll tell you my, my, my scoop on that is if you're okay, or if you have recipes that are meant to be more soupy or gravy, like it's ideal. Um, it, it is not ideal if you want a beautiful chicken breast in gravy that you would get like a, a simmer or a braise in the oven because the pressure, everything just turns into shredded meat if you overcook it. So when my husband was doing low carb, we would, I would vacuum seal and freeze meals with, you know, a chicken breast, some vegetables, all the things already seasoned. And then he could put it in the instant pot and cook it when I was at work. But he also is okay with it being more like a stew. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So, um, so, you know, it it is what it is, but I I feel like um, there are a lot of people out there who it it can be polarizing. They either love it or they hate it, Um, but it does take a lot of practice and it too, like the garlic press is kind of a pain to clean. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Well, what so, are you, we, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to okay, say, so, <laughs> we're so <laughs> funny, y'all. We can't stop. We're so excited. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's your turn, chef. <laughs> okay. So just on the, the premise of the, um, we were talking about the air fryer. I did buy the uh, adapter for, for, for frying in air frying in the Instapot. And I, I eventually returned it because it did work, but it was too bulky. It was just too bulky. And we have a convection oven. So I just couldn't justify it in my mind. It was just not, I couldn't justify it for my kitchen for the 80 bucks. I just couldn't justify buying that adaption. But other than that, you know, long live the Instapot because it's not going anywhere. Well, I feel like we're going to all have to start having like a special cabinet in our, our house that is big enough for all these crazy appliances that we keep buying that kind of overlap and do the same thing that your stove and oven do. Right. (laughs) Well, so what are you getting the food people in your life for the holidays? What kind of gifts do you like to give that, that have to do with food or um, are you making your own gifts? 
Uh, I'll do a little bit of both. So this year for making gifts, I really want to get into that um, cookie mailing shipping jazz. You know, people make these cookies by the, you know, 12 dozen or however many, and they ship them around to each other. I really want to get involved in that. Um, I had a friend that recently shipped me a box with some chestnuts, three different kinds of cookies and a pumpkin cake. And I was very excited. So I was like, oh, I, I think I want to try that. So that's going to be, I think, my food gift this year. I would also love to make peppermint or a hard candy. I don't know if I'm up for that yet because, you know, let's be real. It's only it, the clock is ticking. So I don't know if I'll get into get into that. Like, I, I've learned to be realistic with myself over the holidays. Um, and I think you and I had talked briefly about uh, these new cookbooks at, that we are seeing pop up and cookbooks are taking a, a huge turn and a shift to me. I recently uh, bought for myself um, a tarot card deck that is also contains recipes. So, it, you know, it gives you a little piece of wisdom, but it's a recipe for fermenting something. And the tarot card deck, I'm so impressed with it. It is called, I just pulled up the name, The Hidden Cosmos, a fermented oracle recipe deck, which is by Dr. She's a professor, but she's also a chef and a master preserver, Julia Skinner. And you can find that on her uh, website. And I guess I will post that on my Instagram so that you can easily find it. So that's one thing that I'm buying for sure. I love that. I love that. For my mother-in-law, we are, uh, there's always something and something that we get her that is food related. And I, I got her last year, I had some handmade gumbo bowls made. And I think the holidays are a good time for you to get something from a local artist it, because we don't, we don't all need six, a whole set of six or eight gumbo bowls. You know, you could get something really cool and have one or two so that, you know, you can just enjoy it while you sit on the sofa. And I, I feel like the holidays are a good time to get those handmade food things. I I agree. I also like to buy, especially for um, younger, younger friends that may be starting out on their own or have their first apartment or they're newly married. I like to buy the essentials that they absolutely need, but maybe won't buy for themselves. Like a timer, you need a timer. You, you, you know, I know you have your phone and I know you have a watch and there's a timer on the microwave, but during a, you know, your stove is occupied. Your mic, something might be in your microwave. Who knows where your phone is? You need a timer and hopefully a timer that can keep multiple uh, sets of time. Yeah. So you can cook three things at once and keep the time correct or an instant read thermometer. You know, they are a little pricey, but they're worth it. See, that's smart. You know, I think a lot of times we start going towards these gadgets and we're like, this is cool. And we're going to use it maybe once a year, like the milkshake maker, but there, there are certain things that every kitchen needs, you know, a set of good measuring cups. Uh, oh, tell me about it. Like what What are the maybe five things that you must have in your kitchen? Okay, so for me, I cannot, if I walk into, you know, you and I both travel a lot and sometimes we'll cook 
on the road and there are things that I have to bring with me because if I walk into a kitchen and they're not there, I have a complete meltdown. <laughs> so one is a, um, a timer that keeps multiple times, um, a instant read digital thermometer that is uh, highly accurate and calibrated. I need a good pair of kitchen tongs. I need one that's metal because those really grip the best, but you, you should not use those in anything that's non-stick. So I like to have some that have a little silicone tip on them. And then uh, I know this sounds weird, but I don't know if you've ever traveled and you go into somewhere and there's these little dinky cutting boards. Like I need a big cutting board, like a good size cutting board that is also, it's like my desk or my work surface so that I can chop things uh, and, you know, put some stuff to the side, have some, uh, maybe some scraps over here that maybe I'm going to either compost or put in a stock or something, and then my work surface. So I, I need a large, thick cutting board. Those are the things I need. I need a spoon on top of that. You need a spoon. I love a spoon and I want a big, like, um, like something like a, a serving spoon that comes with your silverware set, but something that's yes. big enough that if I have to scoop up a, a chicken breast, I can use it like a spatula, but it's also small enough that I can also taste things with it and or stir things with it. So it's like a multi-purpose tool. Oh, nice. Um, what are things that we should just be getting rid of? What? If we're getting new stuff oh. and we're adding stuff to the kitchen, what can we let go of? Uh, that giant knife block with all those dull knives that you never use, you could get rid of that. Get, get you four or five good knives um, and you can donate that one or give it to someone that has a, a new apartment or just kind of starting out on their own. Because I see this so many times. I used to be a private chef and I would go into someone's home. They would have, oh, look at all these knives we have. Every last one of them are dull. Every last one. And they rarely ever use them. So I think go through your knives and, and figure out what you absolutely must have and kind of clean that up a little bit. And it will give you some more counter space. That's the thing we all complain about. We don't have enough counter space. Because we have an instant pot, a ice cream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I say, and I try to do this, I try to do it during the holidays and it's a great time. I clean out that mysterious random Tupperware plasticware drawer or cabinet. Yes. Because That's you know. Point. You know, during the holidays, people are going to want to take a little something to go. Well, that's a great opportunity to have a little basket or bin of all your stuff that doesn't have matching tops and bottoms and people can take it to go. You could put some plastic wrap or foil over it, but then you can purge all that stuff out of your house. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea because I have a lot of uh, mismatched things that I could get rid of for sure. And, and someone could take a week's worth of food home and it's just out of my kitchen. That's fantastic. And then I won't be upset if I never see it again. Yes. And I also do, uh, whenever you were talking about food gifts, sometimes I'll go to Goodwill and buy pieces like plates and bowls and things from different uh, Chinaware sets that don't match. And that's another good way to give people a plate of food to go for the holidays is to use you know some pretty china they don't have to return but 
it was a dollar at the the Goodwill or consignment store. So that's a great a great tip. Um, do you have anything that people would be surprised that you have as a kitchen, a small kitchen appliance or a gadget? I'm supposed to be interviewing you, Chef. I'm sorry. I want to know. I want to know what's in your kitchen. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So yes, I have a thing that and. I know everyone out there has those nights where we maybe drink a little too much wine and we're mm -hmm. playing on our phones and then we get on Amazon and then we buy things. And I had a few too many of those. My husband calls it Amy's wine and prime. I I'm, I'm a reformed wine and primer, but I bought a Roly. You know now what, what, what is a rolly? What is that? <laughs> it is the most ridiculous, ridiculous kitchen toy that is unnecessary. And I don't know how someone came up with it, but it is a little thing the size of a, I don't know, size of a tall cup, like a fountain drink cup, right? And right. it has a hole in the middle and it's electric and you crack the egg in the hole and it whisks the egg and then it cooks the egg and the egg comes out like a hot dog. No way. <laughs> now, now I want it. I need this. <laughs> I mean, I was like drinking. It was $15 on sale. It was like the Amazon special of the day. Um, our family, I, we got our money's worth. We had a blast. We were like, what can, what other food tubes can we make? Um, you, yeah, it's so ridiculous, but it is fun, but I've never used it since the day we shot that video. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I, I guess I asked that question because I have a, a little confession to make. Okay. And I think people are always su surprised when they walk into my house and see it. I'm a huge coffee aficionado, a, a snob, if you must, you know, I have one coffee pot that will grind the beans and you know it, and will make this perfect carafe of coffee i have a, a chemex you know one of those things where it drips down into this glass looking beaker thing but i also have a one cup coffee maker because mm -hmm. i'm one of these people especially when i was working from home during the height of the pandemic you know, one minute I might feel like, oh, I want a chocolate glazed donut cup of coffee. And now I want a, you know, a dark roast and maybe a French vanilla. So I love making just one cup of coffee. And uh, when you're sometimes like me, a little bit scattered and sometimes running late, you don't have time to, you know, for this fancy coffee machine to grind the beans and for it to come out and do all this stuff and steep. So that one cup coffee maker sort of saves my life a lot of times. And people are always so shocked to see it because I'm really picky about coffee. Yeah, I love it. Well, if you won the lottery tomorrow and you could have any crazy indoor, outdoor, whatever kitchen thing, what would you, what would, what's your dream? Oh boy. Um, Working at home from the pan from the pandemic, it really made me look at things a lot differently. And I said, you know what? If I could have anything in this kitchen right now, it would be an autoclave, like the the dishwasher you see in the restaurants where you you know 
put all the dishes in there, put the handle down, and then a minute and a half later, they come out clean and dry. I would have that in my house if I could. Me too. It's the longest 90 seconds <laughs> of your life at work, but oh my God, when you're home, oh. your fast cycle is an hour. <laughs> I know, I know. And I thought, you know, people always wish for these fancy things. You know, I have a, a six burner stove, which I'm very fortunate in the double oven. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. But if I could have that dishwasher, I would be set. I would, I would, it would make working from home a lot easier. I love it. I love it. I want to, I want a pizza oven and, uh, See, I, oh, that's I want like too. a big one, a big one Yes, <laughs> that takes up my whole backyard <laughs> and I would probably use it twice a year, but gosh, it's one of those things. If I won the Powerball, we would have it. <laughs> I have been watching this pizza oven for years. I think it's called an uni. Mm -hmm. And I have been watching it for years as it sort of developed. And that that is actually high on my list. A pizza oven, a commercial ice machine I would love to have. That makes like sonic like ice. Yes, yes. And we use so much ice all the time. I would love to have an ice machine. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Oh, you know what I, I do want? And if anyone's listening that knows me and wants to get me a Christmas and or a birthday gift, I would love, um, why can't I think of the name of it? Um, a sous vide machine, like oh. the real ones, like they have in the restaurant, like the nice vacuum sealer and then the big water bath. I would love to have that. I don't know how often I'd use it, but I like the idea of it. Oh, you'll use the heck out of it. Once you, okay. it's like the instant pot, once you get it and for everyone out there, um, there are some big commercial sous vide machines, and then there are some like the Anova. Sometimes you can get it for 70 bucks. And I've walked into restaurants here in New Orleans, and it's nothing but the residential ones just lined up because they're so they're priced so well. But uh, that's another one of those things, y'all, if you're buying kitchen gadgets, you can't love or, or hate it right away. Sometimes these things you have to. You have to ease into that relationship and have have coffee first, right, Cassandra? Right. <laughs> well, we're almost out of time, but um, I want to ask you one more question that I love to ask people that are on the show, and especially this time of year. If we were to open your refrigerator, what are we going to find in it today? Oh, today you're going to find lots of uh, chopped and prepped vegetables because what I did on Sunday is I knew that, you know, these, we did, we actually didn't have a lot of leftovers for Thanksgiving. So I wanted to start the holiday season off right by having vegetables chopped and prepped that I can just cook on a daily basis and eat well and not get caught up in the Christmas cookies and all sorts of things that come along with the holiday season. Like I, I want to at least try to, to eat a little bit better. So I, I did a lot of prep Sunday and Monday. So I'm, I'm really, that's what you would find. And that's not normal. Normally you would find a lot of things that need to be cooked. Um, you know, a broccoli that's probably, you know, two or three days from, from being on its last leg uh, and things like that, because we do love to eat out, but, but today I'm, I'm organized. But I, I love that. And I think it is smart that we use the next week or two to try and balance out our diet because it's so easy for us to 
I know it's easy for me to be bad right now. So uh, that's a brilliant idea to have your, your fridge stocked with all those veggies. And maybe that's a great gift idea for someone is if you know they're really busy during the holidays, you know, and you are a home cook, you know, make them some healthy meals to have. I, I know if somebody showed up on my front porch with a few home cooked meals uh, that I didn't have to cook during all this chaos, that's kind of a neat idea too. Yeah, it was, uh, I feel, I feel uh, empowered by doing that because I know how quick I am to fall off into the, oh, I'll just have some cake <laughs> train. <laughs> Very easy to do, cake and a glass of wine. Yes. Well, I love it. And this has been so much fun. And uh, Chef, if you'll tell everybody out there where to find you, how they can follow you, um, so they can also hear about those crazy tarot cards you got, um, let them know yes. where they can get you. Uh, yes. So you can find me on Facebook. Very easy to find. Uh, Cassandra Loftilin, L-O-F-T-L-I-N. Uh, have lots of funny, silly posts. I post my horoscope a lot. And then the things that I'm cooking and eating. And then you can also find me on Instagram. Uh, and it's just at Chef Cassandra, all one word on Instagram. And you will, there you will find most of what I develop and do for work and some cookbooks that I'm reading, which are like 50 of them at one time. <laughs> 50 of them. That's a lot of cookbooks, y'all. That's what her next show is going to be on. The like best 10 cookbooks she read in 2021. <laughs> sounds like a plan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you, Chef Cassandra. We really loved having you on the show. For the listeners out there, you've been listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host of Dinner Party, Chef Amy Sins. Until next time, ciao.